0: 2021, and I'm joined today by Ramon Esparza. How are you doing, you? I'm doing pretty good. Um, got the day off today, so I've just been relaxing. And it's been a while since I recorded a podcast, so I'm like pretty excited to be talking to you today. <laughs> oh, yeah, That's cool. yeah. That's cool. I like That's having to you too. Yeah, I haven't been uh, doing much with the podcast at least. I kind of like have been thinking about revamping it and uh, maybe like making a whole new genre, not a genre, but like title, uh, logo, kind of keep it separate from what I'm doing with group games as a collective. But uh, we'll see. We'll see where that goes because. it's a lot of work, and I'm doing it all on my own, so we'll see.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're preaching to the choir. Yeah,
0: I, I know. Um, you know how it goes with like running a one-man show. So <laughs> yeah. so tell me a little bit about yourself, Ramon. Um, where do you train? What's your belt rank?
1: Currently, I'm training at uh, Iwamizu Do with Josiah uh, Iwamizu. Nice. Um, I'm a uh, purple belt in jiu-jitsu. He actually uh, the perp skirt. He he ranked me in judo, so I'm a yellow belt in judo. What?
0: That's awesome. Yeah, so that's fun. How long have you? Uh,
1: how long have you been training with Josiah?
0: He was actually our last guest on the podcast. but Ah, uh, such a great uh, guy.
1: Since the pandemic started, I think. Yeah. Nice. And you're learning a
0: lot of judo. I didn't know he actually taught
1: judo. That's pretty impressive. So he's a two stripe uh, brown belt mm-hmm. in judo. Um, and he's a brown belt jiu-jitsu. Yeah. So we do a lot of judo stuff. We do a lot of jiu-jitsu stuff. It'd be
0: scary to really be fun. thrown by you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I just, being thrown by anybody's not fun.
0: No, but not at all. I uh I have to tell this story, but I when I was a white belt I did a little bit of judo, um, in like the earlier years of my jiu jitsu, and I hated it, um, because I am very small, I'm whopping one eighty five pounds, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh just like I would get off work and go um like. Jiu jitsu, but also, like, I was alternating days where I would do jiu jitsu and do judo, and uh, judo was a little too rough on my body, uh, I was getting injured a lot. And I don't know if that's because I wasn't as athletic as I am now, but uh, also, there was just like a ton of bigger people there, so I don't think that helped my case, yeah. <laughs>
1: getting from for hours on end is just not fun and your body's not going to respond well
0: and also like judo and jiu-jitsu movements are like completely opposite from each other almost well not completely opposite but like as far as like flowing and um like in judo you want to stand up and posture up while you're standing and a lot of jiu-jitsu people will at standing will crouch over like in a more wrestling type position, you know what I mean? A lot of people, I mean, unless you're a judo player, you don't often see someone standing up tall when you're not on the ground already. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I could be wrong though.
0: Unless you're just like, there's a lot of footwork in judo and, uh, Footwork is actually something I'm starting to explore more with my jiu-jitsu, which I'm excited you brought that up. Uh, I, I've been training uh, with my friend Margo. She's been coaching me a lot. Uh, she's, like, she just got her black belt, actually. She's a unity jiu-jitsu black belt, but she has been training me, giving me footwork footwork drills and just, like, as far as, like, passing the guard and stuff like that making sure footwork is incorporated and it's been helping a lot. Yeah. yeah. But it's judo, judo footwork is like dancing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a lot that goes into it. I mean, it's just, it's, it's good and it translates to a lot of different martial arts. So mm-hmm. I think that's my favorite thing. about it, actually. Totally.
0: Uh, do you, now do you like practice, like say you're practicing like an hour of, Jiu-Jitsu, do you also, like, do an hour of Judo, or is it all incorporated, like, amongst that? Are classes, like, separated?
1: No, we warm up with Judo.
0: Oh, that that's, that's awesome. We,
1: warm. We, we start doing our Jiu-Jitsu stuff.
0: Yeah. I think that's a great way to warm up. Um, I, like, have been – well, I do, like, a small open mat sometimes on Sundays, um, which – I would like to start pushing more open mats publicly, but like Oregon is still, you know, keep it on the hush. Unfortunately,
1: yeah, still weird.
0: it's still weird and hopefully it'll not be weird soon with our like vaccination rates or whatever. But Sundays, sometimes I'll have open mat and, um, this past Sunday, I, I started standing. So like I did three, two minute rounds. Of like standing. Uh the first one was kind of like a flowy. The second one, you started turning it up a little bit, and the third one was like like real hard competition. So by the end of that, like really good warm up, but yeah, I just like that like starting standing warm up. I like that idea.
1: Yeah, it, you know it's funny, we used to um warm up that way at the original checkpoint four. John Salami. Nice. We um, would warm up by doing take <laughs> More and more schools
0: need to do that. So like my school at Art of War uh, does that. But uh, we've been doing a lot of – Marvin Castell actually became our professor, which is really cool. Um, and we are incorporating some wrestling, but not much. We're, <laughs> we're doing uh, warm-ups with guard pools now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so like a a guard pool, arm drag guard pool to like a half butterfly. And yeah, so like it would alternate between, you know, partners and we would go off that. So like go into a guard passing sequence. But I've never warmed up with a a guard pool before. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it works. It's great. I, I kind of, like, think it's funny that there's a lot of jiu-jitsu schools out there that don't teach wrestling or, like, any stand-up at all. Like, what even is that?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a strange thing. But, you know, when someone has their path, when someone has this their whole thing figured out um, on their end, you know, that's that's what they're going to teach everybody else. Um, mm-hmm. So it kind of is what it is. You just have to find a school that works best for you and your style.
0: Yeah, or some people you know, don't like to guy wrestle. Guy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> seem
1: to not like to wrestle. That's for certain.
0: That's what the guard pulls for. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Which can be dangerous, I guess, if you're, if you're going to against someone who's got a good top game, right?
0: Yeah, that can and be, you be can true. Smash mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So uh what what have you been doing? You've been doing a lot for the community. Uh you're actually like running Heart and Hustle Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, so that started during the pandemic, is that right? Yeah, in uh, November. I think I interviewed you and uh it started with you and Jake and I interviewed yeah. you guys and um, you, did, you, did. you took the ownership though, so you ran with it, and here you are.
1: It's a lot of work, so I don't blame Jake for taking a step back. Yeah, it's a lot of work, and I'm at a point right now too where I don't know if I've ran too many events, or if it's the location, or what the deal is. You know, it, it seems like um, a lot less people want to do the show. Mm-hmm. So, it's been hard. It's been really hard. So, it started off weekly, and then it went by weekly. And now, at this point, it's kind of like once a month, which is fine. Um, but the less it happens and the less the less there is to do because there's there's not enough people wanting to sign up, um, the faster I see this thing just kind of fizzling, slipping away. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's fine. It's, it, it was a a Passion project for community building, and, and, and if people don't want that anymore, then that's that's on them. You know what I mean? Like I I have other things in life to do.
0: Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah. you're training, so. you're working full time already. Taking up, yeah. uh, just taking up like trying to run a promotion is a lot of time. You have to talk to every single athlete. You have to organize a time and place, and then. People drop out, which every time I've competed for you, that has happened. Uh,
1: yeah, you've been a hero <laughs> few times. Stepping up,
0: stepping up. I'm always down. I would love a match, which has been very hard to find for me. Also, um, do you, I wonder? Um, at least, like with the women, like there's not a lot of local competitors. Um, we often see the like the same faces of competitors, even at the local tournaments um, up in Washington and Oregon and in Idaho. It's usually like the same like kind of people, but I don't know. Hopefully I just hope, you know, more people step up. We always want to see more
1: people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a funny thing. Um, competition in and of itself can be scary for, for someone. You know, jujitsu in and of itself can be scary for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So you only have so many people who are actually doing jiu-jitsu, and then you can reduce that number by, let's say, a third. Only a third really want to compete. Mm-hmm. And then you throw in this rule set of no time limit, sub only, and then if you're in a tournament, around Robin tournaments, you have to face everybody. Mm-hmm. It's
0: That's tough.
1: For a lot of people, yeah, right? a lot of people don't want to do that, and so it's it. I don't. I also don't blame the lack of uh, enthusiasm for competition on my show, um, because you know m- most people don't want to do it that bad. Most people don't want to do jujitsu that bad. You the people who do, mm-hmm. there's only so many of them, right? Like yeah, for every for every one person that competes, or for every ten people that compete, rather. Maybe one or two actually want to compete, like mm-hmm. on a high level. It's, so it's, it's gotten to the point where, for sure, I, I, I I've been tossing around the idea of doing a for-profit show, um, paying at least the main income and into a little bit. So that, um, it seems like that's that's the direction that I would need to go in if I wanted to keep this
0: live. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, do you have like any plans of? Possibly changing the rule set, um, maybe adding a time limit, or
1: Ideally any you know, kind of rule. Uh, yeah,
0: no time limit is belt, amazing. Sure. Yeah, I I don't agree with white belts competing no time limit because, you know, they don't know submissions yes. very well. Yeah. yeah,
1: you can be there for hours. For yeah, days on end. Even.
0: Yeah, they'd probably you tap from
1: exhaustion. That. That has happened on the show. Well, <laughs> a 45 minute match or something. Oh my gosh. And uh, luckily one of the competitors had mercy on us. Just was like, I just going stop I'm gonna end with this madness. Uh I hope I they
0: know. I hope they ate well after that. I hope so too. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda <laughs> crazy to think a match can last that long,
1: honestly. Yeah, you think they would figure something out? But part of the problem too, uh, is, uh, I don't like coaching you know, on the show. It stemmed from an audio thing, and, and like a well, I guess originally it stemmed from a two people in one room.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, at white belt, if I'm going to have white belts on the show at all, it'll be like eighty seconds or something. It'll be ten minutes, and then after ten minutes, I'll go to judges. So, um, that's probably what'll happen with light belts but other than that everybody else no time because so, it's just the purest uh purest way to do it.
0: It is. I agree with you. Um and yeah you have all your submissions heel hooks, leg locks, toe holds, wrist locks, yeah, neck cranks.
1: Easy. Yeah. Haven't seen any wrist locks yet, which is unfortunate.
0: I Wanted to do one that one time I competed. I was threatening everybody, but I ended up getting smashed.
1: <laughs> it's hard, you know. Wrist yeah. are hard. You had mentioned that there's only a certain amount of female competitors, and that that's definitely been the hardest. Uh, those, are, those have been the hardest brackets to put together. Um, at the same time, though, the women seem to be most in your which is kind of nice.
0: Yeah, I can see that a lot. Um, I feel like the men will compete, but they won't do it, like, over and over again. Um, especially, like, you know, if, if they're leaving town. If they have to leave town, um, <laughs> I don't have any, like, problem with, like, men or anything or bias or anything. But um, I I think that's just, like, what I've seen, at least from local people, is, like, one, like... They get tired of doing it and doing it and doing it. So, like, maybe maybe just doing it, like, once a month. Or, yeah, giving people prizes and stuff would, like, raise enthusiasm.
1: Well. And how do
0: we get more women?
1: I was going to say, uh, men have more opportunities, it seems like. Yeah. So, of course, they don't give a shit. Like, okay, I did one heart muscle event. I don't have to do it ever again. There's, yeah. there's a million and one of the places that offer men, men's tournaments mm-hmm. and then additionally they have bigger more fragile egos they're definitely divas um <laughs> as far as getting more women that's a tough one um i think the the most that i i've thought of anyways is just continuing to put up with um you know to, to offer opportunities for them. and that's the thing too like I still don't understand how people don't appreciate not having to pay to enter a tournament uh, and, and getting a guaranteed minimum three matches. Seriously, yeah. though. Most of the time you pay $65. Up, you know,
0: upwards you know, to $100. Geez, yeah.
1: really?
0: Yeah, there's a lot of tournaments like Grappling Industries and IBJJF, $100 or more.
1: And you're not guaranteed any matches. Yeah so i don't understand yeah so i i I think that's the other thing as far as my end of it is it's hard for me to continue to put so much effort into trying to entice people to Mm -hmm. compete when it's like look this is the best thing going yeah i'm not charging you anything i'm guaranteeing you matches there is no reason for anybody to say no to this tournament Mm -hmm. or to this show um but for whatever reason, you know, especially,
0: yeah, especially when in Oregon, at least there's like nothing else going on. Uh, you yeah, know,
1: that's crazy. I that <laughs> would rather go to Reno or Idaho than compete here in Oregon. <laughs> you know, oh, I don't want to drive two hours, but I will fly to Idaho and get a hotel. That's the other thing, too. When it comes to the idea of like, oh, well, you're not giving me any money. Yeah, but you're also not spending a shit ton of money to be here. Right? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if people are lying to themselves or if they're just dense. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely the best opportunity that anybody could have.
0: I totally agree with you, man. I and I appreciate like everything you have done in the past, and um, we've done a couple collabs collaborations on rash guards and stuff. I want to keep doing that. And uh they're pretty
1: dope. I love
0: them. Yeah, I need to get yours in the mail. I want to send you all of them. And um yeah, I I would love to do more collaborations and uh the whole like just you do so much for the community and yeah, it's it's been going undermined like it's getting undermined. Unfortunately, we don't like to see that. Um and we can only keep working and working and working. And, you know, I always say, like, this whole thing I'm doing with group games and what I want to do and my goals and stuff, it's so fucking hard to do by myself. And it requires community. It, re- it requires people to come together with ideas And, you know, projects and all sorts of things, you know, Um, and it sucks when, you know, people aren't involved and, you know, it can make you feel like pretty discouraged. I'm I'm here for you, Ramon. I I, want to work with you. I love working with you, man. You're one of the more like generous uh promoters that I've ever met. Honestly. I've met so many uh promoters for like shows and stuff. Uh jujitsu events, you know, and it is a business to them usually. Um most of them don't give a shit about the athletes. And that's another thing is like you actually care about the athletes. You you care about um You know, inclusiveness, you know, providing opportunities for everybody, no matter what. So, and now you're offering money.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was thinking that the first pro show might be at the end of this month, but I'm thinking maybe July now. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, ideally, I I would have a show at the end of the month, the last Sunday of the month, but Mm -hmm. who knows? Um, Might give you more time.
0: Yeah, it might give you more time to, like, plan and try to get people together and stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but I appreciate your kind words, and, and, yeah, I'd like to continue to support yourself and Grip Games and this whole community. And I, I, it is easy to get discouraged at the same time, though. Uh, like I said earlier in regards to Heart Hustle, I guess it, it, it's a reflection of how I feel about community at large mm-hmm. is if you... If you don't want to do this, if you don't want to be a part of this, then I have no problem doing other things with my life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like this is a benefit for them more than anybody else. And so if they don't want to help themselves, um, then I'll I'll, I'll do it amongst myself and my friends and and the people closest to me. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like what what Josiah and I are doing on his mats is... uh, That's so great. great. I think we're gonna to continue to do that once things open up, you know what I mean? Chains yeah. will open up, but we'll continue to do our thing. And then we've got our friends at the Collective and that's, that's a whole new thing that I know will continue through the pandemic. Yeah. Um, so the future is bright and there's there's a lot of opportunities for different projects different ways to make Jiu-Jitsu inclusive and available for everybody. Um, and the people who don't want that, people who wanna to continue to pay an exorbitant amount of money to do Jiu-Jitsu, and have strict rules and, and have weird clicks and, and, and be
0: around be, shitty people.
1: <laughs> exclusive, yeah. yeah. Then they can do that. You know, that's that's their business. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I'd like to continue to make my space and in, in, in the spaces I enter as inclusive and open and free as possible. Um, because at some point, jujitsu's. You know, it, 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 it's it's going to go through another thing where when this when when the pandemic ends and gyms open up, people are going to figure out like, okay, I don't want to spend two hundred dollars to go to a gym where I feel like I'm just a I'm just a walking piggy bank.
0: Yeah, these people.
1: they're going to want to go someplace where they feel included, and they feel like a human being, and they're they're not just learning jiu-jitsu, but they're they're creating a Relationships with with their professor, with their their classmates. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know that that's usually what keeps people in the gym mm-hmm. is getting to see people repetitively on a daily basis, like
0: making friends you know, and stuff. Training
1: partner, mm-hmm. yeah. You've got to you know. I work out with this guy when I want to work on my leg locks. I work out with this person when I want to have good hard rules. I work with this person when I want to pro rule. But if you have an environment where you just feel like shit, then every role should be.
0: Yeah. I like that. Um, I appreciate that. Uh, not enough people do that. And uh, you mentioned the Collective. I actually follow them on Instagram. And I've been really wanting to get up to Portland and see what they're about. Are they in Portland or are they in Washington?
1: So they're in Tiger.
0: Okay. So like outskirts. Yeah. 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 They're in like a ninja
1: warrior gym. It's pretty wild. What? Yeah,
0: so is so, that like an indoor gymnastics type deal?
1: Yeah, yeah. They've got a bunch of like obstacle courses and shit like that. Oh, that's uh, so sick. And they have a mat space for jiu-jitsu too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now Josiah teaches there on Saturdays. So Saturday they have a no day. And you can get some of that. <laughs> like Good
0: for him.
1: Stuff. Yeah.
0: Josiah's yeah. great too. I, uh, I really am grateful to know him. And yeah. A lot of what he's doing is really well, too. He actually messaged me and was, like, wanting to talk about, uh, you know, LGBTQ um, stuff as far as jiu-jitsu, like, representation in jujitsu, and and uh, what it means to him, uh, and that's really important to me, which, you know, uh, it's just really awesome to know people like that that are open to talking about those kinds of things, because... Most people just don't give a shit. I need to get up to Portland and train with you guys mm-hmm. as well. I just am like I think I should be coming up there in a couple weeks, but yeah, so many good so, so many good people. I'm so like grateful for that. 2 hours yeah. is nothing. <laughs> That's
1: true.
0: It yeah, it depends, it depends too. It. Yeah, and also if you're driving, you know, like a a beater which I'm not <laughs> anymore.
1: <laughs> For sure. Well, we'd love to have you on the mats, mm-hmm. uh, either at the Collective or, or at Josiah's place. But yeah, I, I think that's that's a big reason I think that we train together too is that we both have this understanding that Jiu Jitsu, at least at least in the Pacific Northwest, or maybe even more specifically in um, Portland. Mm-hmm. It's just a bunch of cisgender, straight, white dudes. They're all meatheads, you know? And they yeah. All, they all think they're different. They, they all talk about ego death and all this bullshit. They're all the same. Yeah, they are. It's a bunch of fucking clones. Um, so... Who also, nice like,
0: spirit. don't think they're a problem. Like...
1: Which is so silly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I that's, the, that's the hardest thing to explain to people too is it's like when you call a gym or a space or a person toxic, mm-hmm. or you know, you, you try and give specific examples as to why or how.
0: They're, you're the bad guy.
1: Saying, I'm the bad guy. Yeah. And then it's like, you don't see the irony in that, you know? or it's kind of, I guess it's like Portland at large, right? It's 86% white mm-hmm. and uh, people are like, this place isn't racist. Well. You don't think you're racist because you don't have any other races here. When someone of another color shows up, you treat them different, which is racist. Racist, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So
0: and it, they it, can't it believe is. it because they don't have the experience of being treated differently. And then they're like, oh, well, you know, not all gyms are like that. Not all people are like that. But it exists. And it's mostly because people are okay with it existing. And they don't do anything.
1: Yeah, yeah. A lot of it comes from ignorance, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then what's worse is when you're trying to talk to someone about it, they, they act like you're crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. Gaslight you.
1: So, yeah, oh my gosh. A, a perpetual. It's a nonstop, just sh- shit show.
0: <laughs> Happens to me all the time. I uh, I left the gym uh, like a couple of years ago because it was just really, really, really like toxic like that, and. You know, I I try to stick it out, but uh, you know, it sucks when you feel like you love jujitsu so much, but you start having such bad anxiety showing up to the gym that you can't even focus on what you're learning and like you don't leave feeling good. But you but you want to do jujitsu, and that was my problem for a long time. I was ignoring a lot of, like, how I was feeling and the way people talking, using language, presenting themselves on social media, and treating me. And, yeah. So happy to
1: be fucking out of there. Oh, my God. I bet. I can only imagine. Yeah, I I mean, I've never had to leave a gym, but I've definitely put up with uh, spaces where it's just like, I'm not comfortable here. It's not fun for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally only coming here to get a workout. Like at that point, I could I could just go to a regular ass gym. And, like look, it's just
0: it makes you like not want to. It makes you like you know when you feel right in a gym and you want to be friends with like everybody, it makes you not want to be friends with anybody because you don't you don't trust. Like, because you're already uncomfortable. How can you trust someone in a space where you're uncomfortable?
1: <laughs> exactly uh, the empathy. to to handle a subject like that, which basically to me just means, okay, I need to take my money and my time, my jiu-jitsu elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, You don't value me as a human being. You don't value the things that I care about, my qualms with with whatever's going on, then I don't need to be here. And then I definitely have been in a situation like that um, here in Portland with the gym I was going to was like, look, I feel like the coaches don't give a shit about me. Mm -hmm. And if I don't, if the coaches don't respect me, I can't respect them. And if I can't respect them, I definitely can't learn from them. You know what I mean? No matter what you say to me at that point, it doesn't make a difference to me. It, it, it's all bullshit. I don't trust you. I don't trust your jiu-jitsu. You know, it, it, it's a really shitty feeling. So I totally understand what you're saying.
0: Yeah, and it's like you're training with these people that you don't trust. How do you know? It's just, yeah, it's not comfortable, but – um these people can potentially hurt you. Like jujitsu is, you know, a combat sport where <laughs> you're trying to b- break people's limbs and choke them unconscious. It just isn't safe to, uh, you know, play around with that, especially if you're having. Well, I wouldn't say like having problems with people, but internally having problems with people, um, you know, it can it can be bad.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, mm-hmm. we're, you're absolutely correct. We're, we're, we're training a sport where we're strangling people. We're trying to break each other's legs and arms and whatnot. Now, if I'm doing that with someone who might be a bigot, potentially, mm-hmm. someone who's or just ignorant to my struggle, whatever that might be, um, that's a huge deal. You know what I mean? Because it only takes one wrong move on either end for something bad to happen, mm-hmm. whether it's intentional or not. Um, I don't want. I don't want to be in a situation where I might have to hurt someone because they're they're acting foolish. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's, it goes both ways. Like I shouldn't have to train differently or roll differently because someone is a fucking idiot. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. But totally.
1: I, I I shouldn't have to switch up my jiu jitsu for their comfort or for for my safety.
0: Hmm. 100%. What yeah. what made you start jujitsu?
1: I'm curious. <laughs> I, I always have a really dumb answer on this. It's, you know, being being a young person, being a boy, especially, like having a bunch of energy and not knowing where to put it. Um, uh-huh. I, I always loved combat sports. I grew up watching boxing. My dad taught me how to box at, at a very young age. And then I wrestled in middle school and high school. And it was just something, it was it was kind of like a natural progression into what I was already doing. Um, so I started practicing jiu-jitsu in my living room with a cousin of mine who was on the wrestling team. And then I started inviting other wrestlers and other athletes from like my local junior college mm-hmm. um, to train jiu-jitsu. And uh, yeah, I, that's how I got into it was, I just wanted to continue to move express myself through through combat sports um, and then eventually i got a gym in my hometown nice and that was really great so i didn't have to work out in my living room anymore <laughs> um, yeah and then i started doing mixed martial arts which was really dope did you ever and fight i did i had oh man three amateur fights I won a one-night one, one night tournament, which was pretty dope. Holy shit, um, dude. Yeah, well, kind of, I don't know. I always feel like um, there was a lot more work to be done there, um, but that kind of got touched short. I was already at an age where I was like 27, mm-hmm. so I was already at an age where it was kind of like, okay, you can continue to like go to the gym and Pursue this dream, or you can work full time and support yourself and like be a normal human being. And unfortunately, I chose to not be homeless, <laughs> uh, so I was working full time. I was working like sixty to eighty hours a week, um, but I continued on with jujitsu um, because it was the most available. Like I moved out to Portland, thinking, okay, it's a little bit cheaper cost of living. Um, I'm a tradesman, so I can work anywhere, mm-hmm. and I've already got friends here. Um, so I moved out here thinking that I would I would continue my mixed martial arts training, and it turns out the gym that I went to really wasn't mixed martial arts at all.
0: Recording in progress. Oops. Recording stopped. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oops. Um,
1: that's all right. That um, was funny. But yeah, so I like I was saying, I I went to a gym thinking they had a mixed martial arts program they did but they had a jiu-jitsu program so i just continued doing jiu-jitsu and uh i kind of you know it's a, it's a it's a weird thing yeah you know, this relationship like it's very much like any any long-term relationship sometimes you can like have really bad times and like feel like you've fallen out of love with something but you're never gonna leave it um and i felt that way with with, with jiu-jitsu and martial arts and luckily in a weird way the pandemic hit and i i got involved and started doing this this charity event and then to make things even better for me uh training with josiah um because for for like two years when i was training it, it was it was i was in a gym that i just didn't like you know I knew that the gym didn't like me and I didn't like the gym back, and mm-hmm. um, I wasn't going to go anywhere in a situation like that. Um, yeah, but now I'm in a position where I dedicated myself to this this community at large by trying to put on these events for everybody, and additionally, I found a little community of my, my own, a tight-knit community on Josiah's hats. So things are going pretty well right now.
0: Yeah. Um, Okay. That sounds like it.
1: Short story, long. Uh, <laughs> how do I get into jiu jitsu? Um, just having a lot of energy and, and loving that's sports. That's
0: kind of how it was for me.
1: <laughs> for sure.
0: Yeah, it's crazy how much uh, how much jiu jitsu, or at least martial arts in general, has given you experience, and um, just has gotten you through like different different walks of life. And, you know, like, like you said, like, you're working, like, 60 hours, like, um, you know, homeless or almost homeless, like, it's, it's just wild, um, to kind of go through all of these different experiences, but still, like, have a, a path on martial arts. Or just, like, having your eyes set and your goals set to just, like, yeah. oh, I just so want right to, like, right do jiu Everything
1: I have in my life is from martial arts, Like right? All the friends that I have, I've met through the gym one way or the other. The job that I have right now, I got it through a friend of mine at the gym. Yeah. Um, literally everything. I've ended up with this apartment, with this TV, with, with, like, everything that I'm looking at in this room. Everything I've got, so I, you know, it's it's definitely the biggest part of my life. Um, I'll continue to train until I can't anymore, right? Like until I can. That's
0: how I feel too. I
1: can't walk. You (laughs) know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. It'll always be a part of my life, and I think that, that the more I do it, the the more gracious I am with my time, and the more I give. It, the more it'll give back, just like anything else. You know what I mean. Whatever you put in, get out. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it doesn't match, but oftentimes it doesn't matter because it's like, you know, it's 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 my thing. It's my it's the reason I wake up in the morning. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. Likewise. It's, it's been good.
0: Do you ever like think about starting um starting a space? At least you know you're gonna be doing it forever do you ever think about starting a space whether it be like the collective or like a gym gym i i absolutely want to start a collective type space here in eugene because there are none like that and the community here um is pretty dicey as well um and I know, you know there are a lot of people that want to train and want to have a safe space, and fortunately, I am um a big part of the community here, and I do have a lot of good friends and like you know jiu-jitsu families, so on and so forth. but yeah, I just I think Eugene definitely needs a collective um a space.
1: Yeah, I think that would be good—a free you know, space. <laughs> when I when I moved back up here, um, my goal was to get my purple belt and then to open up a gym of my own. Um, things have changed a little bit, but I could still see that easily being in the future is uh, having a space mm-hmm. to teach and continue to grow this this amazing art. Mm-hmm. So for sure, that. That's somewhere down the line. Uh, right now, my biggest focus is training myself, um, doing this heart and hustle thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, if it if it fizzles out, uh, we've got another another thing on the horizon um, where I'll be incorporating Josiah and his brother. So maybe maybe a few other people, depending. Nice. Um, and then yeah, see where it goes from there, but. No, no, no set, no hard plans on anything. Uh,
0: I think that's good. Moment to moment. Yeah, totally. And it's good. Like your first priority is yourself. Like the first thing you said. Yeah, I'm just training. Oh. That's me. <laughs> yeah. I always take care of you.
1: Yeah, I know. If I don't, no one else will. I know. Totally. I, know, I can give too much of myself to other things, and then if you're not happy to myself.
0: So. Mm-hmm. It, yeah it's draining
1: yeah speaking
0: of how's your finger oh my finger uh it's getting better <laughs> it got fucked up um but it's better now like I still have a fracture in it I got my stitches out uh I have like this little splint for it I am able to train I just like tape it like you know a gi person tape it really good
1: right yeah that's tough
0: take some ibuprofen it is tough but i'm also kind of tough so yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i'm hoping um yeah i'm still gonna compete this weekend and you know i don't think i'll mess it up too bad or anything so it'll be okay
1: (laughs) worst case scenario it'll pop back open you can just start Uh uh-huh person's face oh that'd be so Maybe awesome <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah i wish no. they're like <laughs> oh no there's blood all over the mat <laughs> no it's ibjjf so i would get dq'd for anything like that yeah they're so strict <laughs> oh you you're you take it up for
1: moment,
0: huh? yeah i will mm. yeah well, thank you so much for having this conversation with me. It was such a pleasure talking to you. Are we done already? You, we could be. We could also have a part two if you'd like. I got to get going pretty
1: yeah. soon here. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. No worries. Yeah. Whatever you want from me, mm-hmm. uh, I'm available. I, I, I love talking to you. I, I love, I you
0: love talking, talking to you. To you. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a great platform that you have. And, and like you said at the beginning of the show. It's a passion project and you're just trying to do it for the betterment of everybody around. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a beautiful thing. I, I don't, I, I know it's really hard, but keep doing it because yeah. it's so worth it. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for the kind words. Yeah. It, it does make me feel good to do it. Um, it's helped me in a lot of ways and just like connecting with people and making friends and yeah, it's given me a lot, which is really nice. And other people as well, you know, that's, what's important. Yeah. Let's do a part two soon.
1: (laughs) We'll talk to you later. Yeah.
0: Have Have a great day. Bye. Bye.